I'm Mario Munoz, reporting for the Rio Grande Guardian International News Service. The Texas Business Immigration Coalition is composed of business leaders, employers, and business associations committed to promoting common-sense immigration reform in Texas. The director of the Texas Business Immigration Coalition, Juan Carlos Cerda, a DACA recipient, spoke recently to an audience of business, education, and civic leaders from the Rio Grande Valley. We are co-chaired in Texas by Woody Hunt, the senior chairman of Hunt Companies in El Paso, Glenn Hamer, the CEO of the Texas Association of Business, and Dennis Nixon and Eddie Aldrete from IBC Bank. We promote common sense immigration reform. That is our ultimate goal. I grew up as an undocumented student in Texas, yet I still managed to graduate salutatorian from my high school and get a full ride scholarship to Yale University. Thanks to the DACA program, I was able to put my education and skills to use and become a kindergarten teacher through the Teach for America program, which was an immense privilege and joy. As you see, we just had a very productive, rich discussion with the business, higher education, and civic elected officials that you see here. We discussed the importance of our DACA-eligible dreamers to the Macan area. These are 14,000, over 14,000 individuals that are very important to our workforce. Our first speaker and our host, Dr. Guy Bailey of UT Rio Grande Valley. Dr. Bailey, thank you so much for your leadership and advocacy for Dreamers, UTRGV, and across Texas. So thank you so much, Dr. Bailey. Welcome. Thank you so much. I appreciate your being here. Welcome to our campus. We're very proud of what we do at UTRGV, and uh, as some of you may or may not know, we are first in the state of Texas in the performance of our Pell Grant students. Uh, those are students who have, whose families make no contribution, can't make any contribution to their education. We are first in the state of Texas in the students, and we're 11th nationally in first-generation students. We are fifth in the nation in the performance of Pell Grant students. Think about that. There are a lot of universities in the country. Almost every university has Pell Grant students. Almost every uh, university has first-generation students. And so we're very pleased with the job our faculty and staff do with those students. And uh, thank you for being on our campus. Uh, You know, that in the state of Texas, we have a a wonderful, bright future. And uh, I think that describes our our, our students at UTRGV, we have a diverse group of students from the U.S. and abroad, and uh, uh, many of them dreamers. I'm proud to be part of the Texas Opportunity Coalition, and this is a group of business and educational leaders uh, made up of various organizations around the state who are working with our congressional leaders to build bipartisan support to create a path for legal status for dreamers. And you're going to hear from various individuals today uh, who will tell you why this is so important. It's really important to the university. But nobody can, can tell you why it's more important than a dreamer themselves. 
And we have one here, uh, Giovanni uh, Escobedo, who's going to come up in just a minute and say a few words. He's a recent graduate of ours, and now he's in graduate school in political science. Uh, he uh, received his bachelor's degree in political science and a minor in legal studies. It sounds like law school may be on the horizon, and uh, I think he would make a good one. Now, while in school, he completed internships both at the Texas Capitol in Austin and at the U.S. Capitol in Washington, D.C. He's currently employed as South Texas Regional Director of Advocacy for Raise Your Hand Texas. Uh, Giovanni, you want to come forward and say a few words? I think you'll see why we're so proud of him and why Dreamers are so important to us. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Dr. Bailey, um, for your support for undocumented students and creating a welcoming environment at the university for all of us. Uh, my name is Giovanni Escobedo, and I am a DACA recipient. I graduated from the University of Texas Rio Grande Valley with a Bachelor's of Arts in Political Science, and right now I'm a Regional Director of Advocacy for Raise Your Hand Texas. I came to the United States from San Luis Potosí, Mexico, when I was 15 years old. Uh, with my older sister, and because I grew up without my parents, uh, I had to, and my sister took care of me, and I had to work uh, to provide for myself as well. However, despite all this adversity and hardship, I graduated from high school at the top of my class. After obtaining a culinary arts certification from the uh, Dallas Community College, I enrolled at the biomedical engineering program at the University of Texas at Dallas. However, at right around my junior year, I discovered I needed to get a background check to continue with my senior design project, for which I needed a social security number, which I didn't have. This experience led me to become involved in advocacy and uh, persuade uh, Congress and President Barack Obama to pass the DREAM Act. Uh, in 2012, President Obama passed the Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals, better known as DACA. Uh, thanks to this program, I have been able to uh, interned at the U.S. Capitol. I have been able to work at the Texas uh, House and the Texas Senate. I, had been, I was the recipient of numerous scholarships, including the Hispanic Scholarship Fund and others. And as Dr. Bailey said early, although I grew up in Dallas, I saw the light and came to the valley. Um, also, what DACA has done for me gave me the opportunity to go back and see my family after 12 years of not seeing them in 2016. Um, all these accomplishments have been thanks to my DACA permit, which uh, without that car, I wouldn't have been able to do. Uh, I now work uh, for a Texas organization that advocates for 5.5 million children in our public schools. And part of my role is to make sure that our undocumented and immigrant children uh, are included in the opportunity to achieve education in their dreams. I am grateful for the DACA program, but I understand and I know that it's under the threat. Any day now, Judge um, Andrew Hannon will decide if the program can be terminated or not. My, dreams to, my dream now is to pursue a law degree, as Dr. Bailey mentioned, and I have the opportunity to go back to San Luis Potosí, Mexico, and see my family, although I recognize that my life is now here. Um, the solution to this pro problem is a Federal Dream Act, which, I, which will give me and others uh, the opportunity to achieve these dreams and contribute fully to our communities. I am asking Senator, Senator and Senator 
passed the Federal Dream Act, and I encourage everyone to contact their senators and ask them to pass this legislation. Thank you. Wow, Giovanni, thank you so much for your testimony. We are inspired, and thank you so much for advocating for yourself and for other UTRGV students and dreamers across Texas and the nation. Our next speaker has been a champion for DACA recipients and dreamers. Congressman Vicente Gonzalez is currently serving his second term in Congress. Third, I'm so sorry, third term. He just got reelected in 2020. And thank you so much for your leadership, Congressman Gonzalez. And uh, he's also a small business owner, so he understands what it means to create a business and be an entrepreneur. Congressman Gonzalez, welcome. We encourage your remarks. Thank you um, <clears throat> for everyone for being here and putting this event together. Uh, I can't think of a more important issue that is impacting young people here in our community and across the country, and it's important that we come together, uh, the business community, elected officials, uh, students, and, and everybody sit at a round table with ideas of how we can bring about a solution. And we talked about the complications of Congress and the complications of uh, p politics around the country and, and uh, just Im immigration being such a contentious issue. But it's something that we need to come to terms with that we cannot continue to grow this economy and we cannot continue to expand as the largest economy in the world without uh, a comprehensive immigration plan. And uh, Dreamers are the forefront of this. Um, I can't thank you enough. It's been, an, oppor uh, it's been an, an opportunity for us to reaffirm our commitment to ensuring DACA recipients are provided with a reliable pathway to citizenship so millions of young immigrants uh, can contribute to our country and our economy. They already are doing it. We just need them to do it uh, in a uh, finalized, legal way. And I think that the, the, the support is obviously there by the American public. We're talking about how controversial immigration is, but on when it comes to dreamers, uh, I know one, one stat says 71%. I heard that's over 80% of Americans agree that we need to come up with a pathway for, for, uh, for our dreamers. I'm here to assure that, that we continue moving this conversation forward. And this past March, uh, the U.S. House of Representatives passed the American Dream and Promise Act to give dreamers that certainty. I was proud to co-sponsor that bill. And uh, dream, dreamers temporary protective status um, and deferred enforcement departure uh, in, 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 in the Congress. We're going to continue pushing these ideas. Uh, but earlier I was given a statistic on just here in our community, just the city of McAllen, we have a little over 14,000 dreamers that have over $142 million in purchasing power. So not only are they good citizens in our community, they're hardworking and they spend money in our economy. So they're certainly part of our economy. We can't continue to grow without them. And I'll continue to fight every single day in Congress to assure that we finally get this uh, resolved and that you're able to travel to Mexico to visit with your, with your relatives. Uh, in fact, if not, let me know because I'll find you a way to go. And uh, it, it's, it's, it's unfortunate that during the process you're prevented from traveling. So we create so many um, obstacles, not only in Congress of passing a bill, but even obstacles during the process. We were talking about the expense of it, the, the you know, three, four, five thousand dollars that it costs to, to go through the uh, legal process of, of, of having your documents straight, but also 
the pre preventing people from traveling and, and doing things that they, they deserve to do. So uh, nothing makes me more proud than to support our dreamers. We'll continue to do that. And uh, with that, I will, I think we have a Mr. Aldredi, come up next. Thank you so much. Thank you, Congressman. Uh, Eddie Aldredi with IBC Bank, and I'm also the co-chair for the Texas Opportunity Coalition. Happy to be here today and, and uh, to be working side by side with so many colleagues who have been working on this issue for so long. Um, one of the things that we've seen a lot of lately is congressional delegations coming down to the border to try to identify the problem. And uh, what I want to share is the problem isn't on the border, the problem's in Washington, D.C. Um, we have laws, and if Congress doesn't like what's happening as a result of the laws that we have on the books, then we need to change those laws. Um, there is a way, uh, Congressman, you've, you've talked about this earlier in the round. There are ways, and we need to find ways, and if we have to change the laws, we can, for people who want to seek asylum um, and enter this country. They should be able to do that from their home country uh, to prevent that dangerous track to coming and showing up on our southern border. This is an issue that we've been struggling with for many years. We haven't had a major immigration reform a package pass the country and pass the Congress since uh, 1986. Uh, and even then, President Reagan said, if we do have to build a wall, that wall should have a door so that people can come and go um, as, as, they, as they please within the context of the law. Pre-pandemic, employers were struggling to hire people. Um, it, this country is built on an economic engine, and migrants are the fuel for that engine that keep our economy running. And no engine can continue to operate without fuel. A, a car's life can drive faster and go further um, than one that is bogged down. And right now, our economy is bogged down with the current laws that we have, and which is innovative to solve those laws. So we do need to support uh, the American uh, Dream and Promise Act. Um, we are calling on Senators Cornyn and Senators, Senator Cruz uh, to help support that effort, and we need to solve it, and we need to solve it now. Thank you. Thank you so much, Eddie. We couldn't do this campaign, this initiative. We cannot get reform without your leadership and the leadership of so many other over 98 businesses, associations, and chambers across the state of Texas. I was wondering, Judge Cortez, if you'd like to offer a few words. Uh, no problem if not, but would appreciate hearing from you, lo local perspective. Thank you so much. Thank you. Well, to begin with, I'm so proud of this university. Just imagine, close your eyes, and we didn't have this university here, what that would do to us. So thank you very much. And of course, for the city of Edinburgh for hosting us here today in this very important topic. As an elected official, I'm often asked and almost demand of me, do the right thing. Has anybody ever told you that, congressmen or mayors? Do the right thing. The problem that we have in the United States is identifying what is the right thing to do with regards to immigration. So there's two types of analysis that one can do. One can do a subjective analysis, one can do an objective analysis. Do you all agree with that? 
I mean, I, I don't think you have any other choice. It's either subjective or objective. I love because the American people need to know the truth. To make an informed, responsible decision is something that is extremely important to every person in the United States, and including the future. Why is it that we can sit here today, and all of us from different parts and different perspectives, receive this information, all of which is true? And my father told me, Mijito, if you want to find out the definition of the word, don't ask me. I want to have a sixth grade education, but there's a dictionary. Well, the definition of a truth is, I mean, the definition of a fact is a known truth. We received a lot of facts today that clearly show that the right decision for immigration is comprehensive immigration. Let us identify what America wants and needs, and let's find a quick passage to them, and let's identify what America doesn't want, and let's have a way to stop them. I think those are goals that we all can agree we should have. The question is, how do we get there? Nothing gets done without leadership. Thank you for your organization and the rest of you to provide a leadership to get us there. But one of the things that we must do and we learned today, part of the discussion, is why are Americans confused? Because they lack the proper information to make a proper, informed, objective decision to a very important thing. So I thank you all for having this here, and I think that with everybody's cooperation, we all have a duty, we all have a duty to communicate that information, those facts, so that we together can make the right decisions. Thank you. Thank you, Judge Cortez. We absolutely need a step forward, and I think a solution to DACA is that step forward to hopefully do more on immigration someday. Thank you for your leadership, Judge Cortez. Our next speaker is a representative of the Rio Grande Valley business community. Uh, I welcome Sergio Contreras, the president and CEO of the RGV Partnership. Welcome, Sergio. Good morning, everyone. Sergio Contreras with the Rio Grande Valley Partnership, representing the business community across our four counties. To those that organized today's uh, conversation, thank you for including us and for inviting us. Congressman Gonzalez, uh, we're here with you in uh, your support of the Dreamers Act. Thank you for that vote. Uh, and, you know, today we're here to, to hear from, from Gio Jorge on, on what they've uh, had to overcome over the years to be where they're at now and still uh, engaged in that process to get, get things done. Uh, you know, dreamers are, are, they serve and they work in industries, essential industries such as healthcare, transportation, uh, food service, manufacturing, and grocery stores, uh, and many others that are, that are essential to our economy. And it was demonstrated even more so during COVID. Uh, and that takes us to where is it that uh, we need to get to? You know, Leading economists agree. In February, 60 economists penned a letter to President Biden uh, urging him to provide a pathway to citizenship. Obviously, there's economic benefits behind that as well. And I'll speak specifically on, on DREAMers. Today, here in uh, uh, Texas, there's about 30 
30,600 DACA recipients that contribute to essential COVID-19 response industries, such as healthcare, education, and food in Texas. You know, Dr. Bailey, we're here at the School of Medicine, uh, and that includes 6,300 DACA healthcare workers are here in Texas. Uh, they contribute more than 244 million in state and local taxes annually. They are entrepreneurs, teachers, nurses, engineers. They live and they work and they are our neighbors. Ending DACA and failing to provide permanent protections will hit Texas with more than $6.1 billion in annual GDP losses. Earlier we talked and we all agreed. Dreamers, the DREAM Act is essential, it's important. Uh, understanding now that it's on the Senate side, it would, it would be great that they would actually act on something that they both agree and that we know that, the, that at the national level there is support. Uh, understanding that it's, uh, uh, there is bipartisan support, wouldn't it be great that they would actually act on something together and give us a win? As, uh, as uh, uh, Representative Gonzalez mentioned that earlier. Thank you for your time. Thank you, Mr. Contreras, for your leadership and for being that voice from the business community that we need to get this done. Our next speaker is Jorge Martinez, George Martinez, the Coalition's Director of the Libra Initiative. It is a grassroots a group of uh, uh, advocates for freedom and economic uh, expansion. So thank you, George, for, for offering your words about why this is so important. Good morning. Thank you so much for, for having us and including us in this. Uh, my name is George Martinez. I'm the Texas Coalition's Director for the Libre Initiative, a national nonprofit, nonpartisan grassroots organization that seeks to empower the U.S. Hispanic community. And we do that by breaking down barriers that are in the way so that they can achieve their full potential and their version of the American dream. And one of those barriers, though, is our archaic, onerous immigration system. For far too long, policymakers in Washington have abdicated their responsibility to fix and improve our immigration system. And I want to be clear, it's not just the immigrant community who is suffering from this inaction. We are all living the consequences of political and policy gridlock. One common sense solution would be to enact a permanent legislative solution for the dreamer population. Many of them are spouses and parents to US uh, citizens. Many of them are our neighbors, our friends, and contributing members to our society. And research shows that America has much to benefit from passing a dreamer solution projecting that contributions could increase our U.S. GDP by $15.2 billion each year. And this is just one of the many reasons why I was very proud to take DACA recipients right here from the Valley to with their lawmakers and to share their stories and to show them why a permanent solution is beneficial not just for them but the communities they serve. Some would like to have you believe that an immigration uh, fix is a pipe dream. But I have to disagree. Uh, just recently, we saw a bipartisan uh, solution from both chambers of Congress uh, introduce the Bipartisan Border Solutions Act. This is legislation that will begin to improve our country's immigration system and deal with the crisis at the U.S.-Mexico border. But this will also help create an opportunity to address a solution to DACA. And we do want to thank Senators John Cornyn and uh, Congressman Henry Cuellar and Tony Gonzalez for their leadership in that. The Libre Initiative is proud to support this measure because we need lawmakers from both sides of the aisle to join our immigration system. One party alone doesn't get to decide what immigration reform or a permanent solution to DACA or DREAMers looks like. 
We need both sides to come together and make this happen. Thank you for listening. Thank you so much uh, for your time. Thank you, George, and thank you for having me in D.C. two, three years ago with Dreamers on the Hill in Washington to share our stories as a DOC recipient. It means a lot to me. Uh, finally, our final speaker is also a voice from the business community, and she's also a former state representative. Veronica Gonzalez is the president of the Edinburgh Chamber of Commerce and a former Texas state representative. We'll offer just a, a few words, closing thoughts before we open it up for questions from the press. Thank you. Well, thank you. And thank you all for being here today. And I want to thank all our speakers and all of those who participated today in our roundtable discussion. I think if there was ever a cause that should enjoy bipartisan support, it's the support for our dreamers. Texas is proud of its reputation as being business friendly. We are a business friendly state. You hear it all the time. And as serving as president of our local Edinburgh Chamber of Commerce, I can tell you that businesses are seeking the best and the brightest talent regardless of where they come from. Dreamers were brought here not by their own choice, but they have embraced our country and they consider it their home. And they are enriching our society by being here and giving us of their time and their talents and their toil. They have followed our laws and they are now contributing to their communities as students, essential workers, entrepreneurs, employees, and homeowners. But their legal limbo has created issues not only for them and their families, but for businesses that employ them, universities that they attend, and communities that they serve. So if you believe that there should be a pathway to legalizing these young men and women, we urge you to please call and write uh, your congressman, your congresswoman, and our two U.S. senators. Um, the good thing about our, our congressman, and, and he uh, was kind enough to join us today in spite of his very busy schedule, is that his door is open and he wants to hear from us. Our government leaders do want to hear from us. They need to hear from us. And so we have to get educated on these issues and we have to make sure that they understand what it is that we the people want for our government so and for our communities. Thank you so much. And again, thank you for being here. And we will open it up. Uh, we've got um, several community leaders here, business leaders here. So if the uh, press has any questions, we'll, we welcome them at this time. Thank you. Any questions from the press before we close out? Well, thank you so much for attending today for our civic and elected official leaders for just being part of this conversation, this program, and for your leadership in getting a solution to DACA, this uh, very critical workforce, over 14,000 uh, DACA recipients here in the McAllen area that contribute over $142 million. And uh, we encourage you to contact our senators, like Veronica said, John Cornyn and Ted Cruz, because they have the power to pass a solution for DREAMers in the Senate. Thank you so much for joining today, and have a great rest of your morning. Thank you. The Texas Business Immigration Coalition is a chapter of the American Business Immigration Coalition with over 1,200 members in 15 states. I'm Mario Munoz reporting for the Rio Grande Guardian International News Service.